Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian, the one and only, the one you listen to. And today we're going to be talking about the two biggest reasons why you should not approach your fat loss super quickly, aka more specifically, why you should not be cutting your calories so drastically for the sake of quick fat loss. Because I see this time and time again, okay, athletes, gym goers, you know, Every, everyone is trying to lose fat loss to some degree. You know, any population I've seen it where people just go, I need to lose weight. I need to lose it quickly. Well, I need to be in a calorie deficit. Let's really get into a calorie deficit. Let's get, let's really get kind of to the low, low calories because that's going to obviously achieve my fat loss easiest, right? Well, you may achieve weight loss easily. You may achieve weight loss quickly, but that does not mean that you're achieving weight loss effectively and in the right way and in the healthy way at that. And that is what today is about, to really kind of give you the two big reasons. Now, are there other reasons? Sure. Are these the probably the biggest reasons for maybe you individually in terms of what you're trying to achieve? Well, maybe it's stuff you don't want to hear, but it's stuff that you need to hear. And that's the most important thing here. It's stuff that you need to hear, the blunt truth, because we need to stop this whole trend of quick fat loss and thinking that it's the best way to do it. Okay. Other than there, a couple of very specific clinical reasons no one should be even attempting to lose weight any quicker than it than normal, so to speak. And that's just the reality of it. Okay, but before we get into it, let's just talk about the basics of fat loss. I know it's probably stuff you might have heard from me before, but let's just, let's just do it. Let's just start off with the basics. To achieve fat loss, you need to be in a consistent calorie deficit. Okay, in an ideal world, that would also be a kind of alongside a good training regimen so you can retain muscles. It'll be alongside adequate protein so you can also retain muscles and help just with your overall health. But the overall basics of fat loss is you need to be in a consistent calorie deficit. That's how you achieve fat loss. If you're not achieving fat loss, you're not in a calorie deficit by definition. If you're not in a calorie deficit, you won't achieve fat loss. It's as simple as that. Okay, It's the thermodynamics of calories in your body. Thermodynamics of weight loss. Science. Okay, that, that, that's the, the basics of it. We won't delve more into that because, you know, there's no point kind of talking more about that today. We're talking about the two big reasons. But that's, I just want to share that we need to be in a deficit. That, that's true. But now let's go into the two big reasons why you should not cal- cut calories so quickly, okay, in order to lose weight super quickly. Okay, so in some ways you can kind of think of this as the two big reasons to slow down your fat loss. I don't really care what you think about it as long as it helps you. As long as you take it on board, changes your perspective, and enables you to approach your fat loss with strategy versus hastiness. Okay, let's get into it. So number one, the number one big reason why you should not be going for quick fat loss and cutting calories too quickly is muscle wasting. Now you can call it other things. You can call it losing your gains. You can call it losing muscle. You can call it reduction in muscle. But yeah, it just doesn't matter. Essentially, cutting calories too quickly and then doing that for an extended period of time 
especially also on the top of that, if you're not achieving adequate protein and doing the right training regimen, but let's assume in these scenarios that you're doing to some degree those things adequately, you're still going to achieve a more rapid loss of muscle alongside that loss of fat. Because when you lose fat, you don't just lose fat. Okay, there's no one, there's very minimal <laughs> situations in the world where you're achieving weight loss and all of it's fat. No, there's going to be some muscle. Even when you're doing it correctly, there's going to be some muscle loss. But when you cut your calories so quickly, when you get into that really drastic calorie deficit, you're really increasing the rate of muscle loss. And the percentage of muscle to fat that you're actually losing in that weight that you're losing is going to be higher. And no one wants that. No one wakes up and wants go, I want to actually lose weight, but I want that to also include muscle. I don't want it to just be fat. I want some muscle loss. Okay? I'm not really liking the gains I'm getting. I want to lose some of that. No one, no one does that. Okay? Especially athletes. Okay? Especially you. So you don't want to be losing muscle. It's very important from a functionality point of view, from a health point of view, and just from an aesthetic point of view, if you're just looking to get aesthetic. So yeah, don't cut calories too quickly because your body will then use a higher percentage of muscle in that weight loss than it would otherwise if you were more steady, more strategic, as I like to say. So that's number one reason, a big deterrent. Now, the second one is one that's a bit underrated and people, uh, you know, people have heard it from me before and be like, oh, I get it, you know, but it's not enough of a deterrent because, you know, I'm, I'll be okay, I'll be okay. But it's really important to understand this next one. And another, the second reason is that you won't be building the right habits and behaviors to sustain the change that you are achieving. So even if you achieve the weight loss and, and you're happy with what weight loss you achieved, even if it was some muscle loss, you're not going to sustain what you just achieved if you haven't developed the right habits and behaviors. And achieving the right habits and behaviors takes time. It's not achieved for rapid weight loss. Rapid weight loss, in fact, often is, is the actual opposite of that. <laughs> okay? People will regain the weight so quickly. One, because their body will respond, go, wait, 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 wait. And then all these uh, regulations will go up and then your body will make it easier for you to regain it. That's one thing, but that's a whole topic in itself. But the second thing is that you're only as good as the habits and behaviors that you do, the actions that you take towards your goal. And if you do something really rapidly, you don't really give yourself time to really establish those as part of your lifestyle. Because remember, we're, we're trying to achieve a lifestyle here. This is not just about weight loss. It's about achieving a lifestyle. And that doesn't just click, happen, okay? That doesn't, it's not how it works. If it was that easy, then, you know, lifestyle change wouldn't be so hard for so many people. It takes time, it takes effort, it takes your body actually adjusting it mentally and physically to the changes you're making. And when you do a rapid crash diet or whatever you want to call it, and you cut calories too quickly, you're just putting a Band-Aid on the issue. It's, gonna, it's not going to, you know, it's going to bounce back going to bounce back and then you're going to be unhappy about that and that could lead you down a spiral then when you regain even more than before so yeah not building the right habits and behaviors to sustain change tricky road tricky road if that's what you're taking okay so that's that's another reason so as you can see two kind of reasons from two different angles but just as important that i want you to really take this on board and i know you know you might be listening to this right now and be like i'll be fine but i just hope that you take this on board and consider it even if it means, even if it means you, you fail a couple of more times and then eventually you remember and go, yeah, Alexa was right. As long as I can help you in some capacity, even if it's now or in the future, I hope this episode does. Because really, there's no reason for you to, to be achieving quick fat loss. Because the quicker you lose it, the quicker you can regain it. The quicker you lose it, the quicker you can develop other issues. So you'll just be spinning your wheels in, in, in the end of the day anyway, just in a different way. 
Okay. Steady fat loss over time is the better way to do it. Okay. So what we'll do now is we'll end this podcast by just me sharing kind of a, just a general idea of the correct approach to calorie deficit strategy. Essentially, you want to think about it. I'm trying to think of an analogy. There was one in my top of my head, but honestly, for the life of me, I, it just slipped my mind. So I'm just going to use a bit of a different one. Let's say you have a tank of water that you're using for, for all your you know, necessities in the house, other than obviously drinking and stuff like that. Let's say you're using a tank of water, but you want to keep it. You don't want to keep it. You don't want to overflow it, right? So you want to keep it underneath the, the, the threshold, but you don't want to keep it underneath the threshold so much that you run out of that you run out of water super quickly. So you need to keep it in a deficit to some degree. Like you need to keep under that threshold, but not so drastically that you can't use it properly. And I guess it's not the best analogy, even though while I'm saying this, I'm like, I could probably use a better analogy than this. But think about it like this. You need a deficit to lose weight. That's simple facts. But the deficit just needs to be a deficit and a correct deficit at that. It does not need to be a drastic deficit. A deficit could be a thousand calories under your maintenance. It could be only 250 calories under your maintenance. The 1000 calories under your maintenance versus a 250 is going to be harder to sustain, not as healthy. It's going to increase adaptations. And especially as an athlete, you're going to be at risk of low energy availability. And that comes with a whole bunch of other issues itself. But if you do the 250 deficit, you're still in a deficit. Therefore, you're still going to be losing weight. You're still going to be burning fat, as you like to say. But it's not going to have all those other negative things to it. So it's kind of, I guess, in some ways, a better way to look at it is no, no two deficits are created equal. There are better deficits and there are, uh, you know, there are worse deficits. And usually the more modest deficits that you sustain more over time with other strategies in place, such as breaks and all this sort of stuff that you know, we're not going to get into that today, it's a lot better for you than doing a really big deficit. Yeah, that's a better kind of, kind of an analogy, but not really, okay? <laughs> if I confuse it with the whole water tank talk. So think of it that way. You just want to be in a deficit, but that deficit does not need to be cutting off your whole dietary intake to like a very low level. There are nuances to it. There are tiers. There's strategy. And strategy here is king. Okay, so I hope this helps. Okay, I really do hope this helps. If you've got any questions regarding this, if you want me to explain something a bit more, or if you're feeling stuck and you just want to talk to a sports dietitian and just kind of vent and just let, you know, share what you're trying to achieve and then we can have a chat about that, reach out, okay? If you go to the show notes below, you'll be able to find my email, you'll be able to find my Instagram, go follow me on at the Climbing Dietitian and DM me there. You know, there's ways to reach out to me. So if you do want to talk, just let me know. But until next time, hope you stay safe. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe, and stay dedicated. See ya.